Hello and welcome to another episode of Joe Blogs About Films. Thank you, as always, for clicking on the podcast if you've checked out it before. Again, thank you so, so much. Uh, there is a Facebook page as well, Joe Blogs About Films. If you search that, you can like the page and, yeah, find regular posts as to what's coming on the podcast and when. Uh, but don't forget as well, this podcast is available on Google, Apple, Spotify podcasts, as well as rss.com. If you can share away and pass on, whether that's the link itself or even word of mouth, really appreciate that as well as hitting the notification button. You'll then get notified when new episodes hit up onto Spotify, Apple, etc., etc. But as always, thank you again for clicking on the podcast here at episode 32. We're going to be tackling June, the film that I have very much been looking forward to seeing. Um, not really know too much about the whole story or even read the book, sorry. So really going in blind for this one. Uh, directed by uh, Denis Villeneuve, who did a fantastic job uh, with Prisoners, uh, as well as Blade Runner 2049. So this really uh, seemed right up your street, especially on the back, of, say, of uh, Blade Runner 2049 and, of course, Arrival, some great spectacles in those films um so yeah kind of expecting and from, from the promotion campaign of this film as well and interviews with uh denny of the, obviously the director of this film you kind of knew that this was like almost like a huge passion for him as well and just a dream of his to do so i really didn't expect anything less than quite the big an epic film that dune is and before we get into it i thought it was brilliant i thought it was really really good like i said I don't know too much about the actual story. I didn't know too much about the story itself. And this is one of those things as well, because I was like, maybe I should look up the story or even like, you know, just kind of give myself a bit more knowledge of it. But I don't know, like I kind of went down the same route as, you know, like when Lord of the Rings came out of the cinema and I obviously was a lot younger then when that came out. So there's no real way that I was going <laughs> to sit down and really dive into the books before the films came out. Obviously that came after the film. And I thought, well, let's try and like see if I can replicate that. Uh, with this, you know, new new take of uh, of this uh, of the story, Dune. So, yeah, I didn't know anything about it basically, but I've come out pleasant pleasantly surprised, and um, not not surprised in the sense I was expecting it to be, I don't know, like a letdown or anything. I was expecting it to be what it was, which was just an epic epic film uh, of so many like fantastic like shots and sequences and set pieces, which this film has all of them, like every single box that you can think of that needs ticking to make an excellent and big, big cinema experiences. This film ticks every single one of them. Um, if it's not just actually, you know, the shots itself, it's of course the the score as well for this, which I've not, it's been a while since I've seen a film where the like music as well, the composition and everything goes hand in hand with it. Obviously that's like, you know, vital for cinema and such, but um no, I must say that Hans Zimmer's done an absolutely fantastic job. I mean, any any score that's done by Hans Zimmer, you're already knowing what kind of to expect those tr traditional like motifs or sounds that you're like, yep, that's a Zimmer sound. Um, this just yeah, absolutely excellent. What he does with with the with the score itself, just as mentioned, goes hand in hand with with what you're seeing on screen. And what we're seeing on screen is just a bunch of amazing actors telling this absolutely enthralling story that I'm already really, really eager for part two of Dune. That's not to say that the film itself doesn't have its slower moments because at the end of the day, it's a two and a half hour film. Like it's going to have those moments when you're sat there like, ah, oh, come on, can we just like pick up the pace a little bit? A bit like how I felt with Bond. There were moments in Bond and I was like, maybe if they just cut that bit out. But there were less of those moments in Dune because I feel like that they... You know, they've done so well to get this story together because obviously I think it's a trilogy of books, so to split them into two films essentially, to, to you know, condense that or at least not, well, not condense it, but to bring it into what form we got. 
I think that everyone involved, say the script writers and, and screenwriters, so forth, the writers and, and obviously director uh, Denis Villeneuve have done an absolutely amazing job. Um, so it goes without saying that I would highly recommend you go check it out, especially if you're a fan of film. This one is, yeah, for all film goers, movie goers, it is something to enjoy on the big screen. Uh, but the cast itself, you'd have probably seen from the trailers if you've seen or even the posters, it is enormous. And that's not always a good thing when it comes to, you know, films. Uh, when, you, when you've got a big cast, it is, it's, I don't know, unless you're Wes Anderson, I don't think any, many, many people can pull it off. But this film, yeah, every person in this film is not... Any in any way like kind of they're not brought on a bad performance basically everyone is at the top of their game I think even the, the the characters or the actors sorry that maybe are in the film not so much that you can tell they're setting them up for the next part of the film I obviously there's more to come with some of these actors and actresses um, but you know you've got the likes of Timothy Chalamet as well uh, Timothy Chalamet uh, Rebecca Ferguson Zendaya Oscar Isaac Stellan Skarsgård Josh Brolin Jason Momoa uh, Javier Bardem as well just to name a few off the top and there's a, a number more including say Dave Batista as well um, but yeah I, I mean I could just sit down and read off every actor that does appear in this film but the main thing is is that all of those actors listed just then are absolutely incredible. Not to forget as well Sharon Duncan Brewster as well, who is amazing in this film. But yeah, basically all the all the names that I've just dropped for you, there's not one performance I can say, right, okay, that person wasn't as good as them. I genuinely felt like everything that these actors, you know, presented on screen was just brilliant. I mean, I spoke before, obviously, in, in terms... And, and Lord of the Rings has already been compared to Dune quite a lot already, saying that Dune is to be the, the next big Lord of the Rings kind of film, which is a bold statement, obviously. It's a massive statement because Lord of the Rings is epic, and you, I sometimes worry when those things are kind of thrown out there because you're almost like setting yourselves up to fail there, filmmakers, to so stop doing that. But no, this I can see why they've gone for that and saying... I spoke before about with Lord of the Rings, sorry, that you know a lot of the actors, you could tell that they were really, really, you know, involved and invested in those characters like the moments or line dialogues and I feel like everyone in this film as well like I say even if they've just got minor parts you know and not too much in this part one you can tell they're going to be coming back for part two and and probably a much bigger role for that um, but I just felt like every person that was in this film just put on the best performance of either their careers you know and, and, and I mentioned obviously when I did my Wes Anderson film uh, Wes Anderson uh, the French Dispatch Review that obviously Timothy Chalamet is in that but I feel like I didn't experience too much or, or you know witness his potential really whereas in this film my word like he is brilliant as Paul uh, the main character of this it's his story it's like his understanding you know trying to you know wrap his head around all these prophecies and the fact that he's the heir and and how he's been raised and such there's a lot of dynamics and a lot of layers to his character and it just he just makes a fantastic performance with it Timothy Chalamet I think it's a, a, an absolute fantastic lead and I'm excited to see more of him obviously in part two but also in future films as well, um, because I said that the, the layers to this character and the dynamics and, and relationships that he has with everyone else is, yeah, it's really, really good. And, 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 you know, we talk about believable acts and such, like every person in this film I've already mentioned puts on such a fantastic performance um, that every scene is, it's almost like the stakes are quite high. Um, I'm not, and do you know what's funny? I've, I've, I've spoken now for nearly seven minutes. I've not even gone over like any synopsis of the film whatsoever. So if you don't know anything about June, you're thinking, what, is it, what even is this film um, about? So here we go then. In the far future, an intergalactic empire runs on a substance called spice. Not that spice, but you know, <laughs> it's called spice. Um, when dynastic family house Atreides is sent to the desert planet Arrakis to oversee the spice operation, Duke Leto, portrayed by Oscar Isaac, senses a trap 
and Lady Jessica, that's Rebecca Ferguson, schemes in the shadows, and young Paul, Timothy Chalamet, faces his destiny. That's kind of like the general sum-up of the film, but it is so grander. Like the, the way they shot this and where the locations, you can tell that most of this was pretty much like it wasn't anything CGI. It was all built. It was all done. Like where they shot the shot the film itself was all around the world, which I think is amazing. And you can tell you can tell as well, obviously, because this this book was originally from like 1965. That how this film and story, or how this story even, uh, you know, really inspired other films kept coming out after the book, like Star Wars and such. Because I was watching this film and I was thinking some of the set pieces like are absolutely astounding. Like it felt like I was watching a Star Wars film. Like it almost felt like this film should have come out a little bit later in the year, maybe towards like Christmas, because it feels like that kind of like epic blockbuster. Um, it really is. And, and I say, if you're a Star Wars fan, like like myself, a massive Star Wars fan, it's amazing for me anyways. I've never even come across or read the book June before. Um, definitely will be doing so after this, but I am so pumped for part two. But just going back to the visuals and the spectacle of this film, it's so, so massive. You know, everything was, you know, I say hardly anything, I would say, was CGI. It was all, you know, set pieces. They built a lot of the, like I said, built a lot of the sets and, and just, it just looked amazing. Like, so, so amazing. Um, and just took me back to that kind of, I say that, that first kind of maybe viewing of, of like Star Wars. And this, and June will be the Star Wars to a whole new generation of children, obviously growing up, who obviously may have already seen Star Wars at a younger age. This is like another, well, another big, big deal, really. Um, it's, it's, it's just brilliant. Like I said, I, I, I don't want to like go on too much about, obviously, just how much I think this film is brilliant because I'd be repeating myself. But yeah, set pieces wise, nothing seems over like the top or anything. Everything's there for a reason. You know, the art, the arty element of it as well is wonderful. Some of the cinematography in this film really are striking. Where it's like flashing between, like, obviously, Timothy Chalamet's Paul's character's visions and such. But every person in this film, like I mentioned there, puts on such, such a stellar performance that it really is is um, just breathtaking to watch at times. Like I say, I've, having not known anything about it, I've come away incredibly, incredibly pleased, really, and 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 just, like I say, so, so excited for, for what's to come. Yeah, there are those moments, like I say, when you do feel like you're getting a bit uncomfortable in your seat because it is, like, you know, yeah, pretty long film. Um, but it really does, like, have these, like, jaws-on-the-floor moments of just, like just the scale of what you're watching, obviously, with the actual sandworms and such as well that are in this, or even, you know, like, it, it may take some, you might, some might argue that it does take a little bit to get going, or, you know, it is a, it is a bit of a slow burner because we've got to establish that story. We've got to get the exposition in this film to, you know, kind of explain why we're, you know, here, why this is all happening. The story itself of, obviously, the planet Arrakis as well and how that's the main plot of the film, really. Um, Stellan Skarsgård as well, fantastic villain. Uh, he always plays a good villain, doesn't he, if I'm being honest, but really, really, yeah, very intimidating. I'm looking forward to seeing where they go with him in part two. Um, but, like, the, the names that are in this film, like, you're thinking, my word, like, there's so many big names in this. Like, how are they all going to fit them in? They, they do such a great job with it. And like I say, some of these characters are names that are in this. You may not see too much of them in this, in this film, um, but I can tell straight away they're going to have such a bigger part to play in in the second part of the film but obviously the, the shining stars of this film you know in respect to obviously timothy chalamet who does an amazing job but rebecca ferguson as well who plays uh, his character's mum so good as to oscar isaac it's great to see oscar isaac in something like this again um you know again like i say that link to star wars like for me i know they've been throwing lord of the rings around comparing that to june but I would definitely say this is the next Star Wars more so than the next Lord of the Rings. Like, I think it's going to be... This is one of those films I could tell straight away when I was watching it that I will enjoy this film 
even more the more I watch it. So the, the many times I revisit this film, I feel like the more I'm going to really, really like just fall in love with it all over again, or at least have that kind of same love and admiration towards this as I do towards Star Wars, which is quite strange. I've not really experienced a film like that in a very long time. And I'm not saying that this is up there with Star Wars. Like I say, I've only, I've only seen the film once, but I'm, I've already got that feeling that after maybe two, three, four, maybe watches of this film, I'll be there going, this was one of the greatest things I've ever experienced. And so probably we'll end up making a trip back to the cinema to watch it again. It's, it's cool because I, what I liked about this is that when we do get to those like big spectacles and the big set pieces and the action sequences, like they're not there for forced fun or anything like that, like forced fun, but you know what I mean? They're not forced in any way. You know, the story is flowing and these things happen to help the story progress, not like, right, we'll do a little bit of chit-chat here, then we'll make sure that in 10 minutes' time there's a big explosion and so forth. Like, everything flows. It just, it, it is wonderful. Like, it is such a very well-crafted film, really. The CGI looks great. As I say, the set pieces are amazing. The landscape shots or what we see and presented on different planets and so forth is, is just fantastic. But at the same time, there's, like, a grounded level to it. If you're comparing this, like, I'm, I'm, I, th I feel like I'm not always com compare this weirdly to Star Wars, but... This film, obviously, Dune is so big. There's so many different set pieces, as I say. There's so much going on that it sometimes can you can get lost in that world or that galaxy. A bit like the prequels with Star Wars. Like I felt that we, you know, as soon as the space politics and that aspect of it came into it, and we were flying about from this planet to this planet to this planet. Yes, it was amazing to watch as a youngster and, and obviously for Star Wars fans. But you sometimes get a little bit lost in it because it was just like right A to B. Whereas this, it's like even though we may flip between one set piece to another, it just doesn't feel like it's you know, too much. It's not like overdone or anything like that because obviously we are essentially on that one planet of Arrakis, but there's just, it's so big and so much to see and so much story going on that it, it you just feel like there's some, at times there is a lot to take in, but it still feels quite grounded, which I found uh, quite quite respectful really for the director as well as say for De Denis Villeneuve because you know comparing his work obviously following Prisoners you know Prisoners itself was a very very nice compact very intense you know thriller um comparing that to stuff like Blade Runner and now Dune obviously it's nice to see where you know he's, we, we're almost capturing all things that he's really done um because there's some great character moments in this film and some great character developments in fact and like I say every actor in this film really does put on a fantastic performance so Absolute admiration for this film and all of it, and I, and I, I really can't wait to see it again. Say that from the, as I say, set pieces, but also to the costume designs. Where he mentioned the score as well, everything is just perfectly nice. And as I stated at the start, everything that you need to tick to make a, a fantastic cinematic experience, this film has done. And I am itching for Dune Part Two. Um, and really, without me going over the entirety of the story, I'm just going to leave it as that. Really, I absolutely love this film. If you've seen Dune as well, let me know. And of course, let me know what your thoughts on my podcast episode here. Don't forget there is a page on Facebook, Joe Blogs About Films. You can like that as well. Don't hit, don't forget to hit the notification button as well on Spotify to be notified as every episode is uploaded. But out of ten, this is quite easily an eight and a half, pushing nine out of ten. I'm only giving it eight and a half at the moment because I've only seen it once. But I feel like the more I watch, is the higher that number could potentially go because the critics and such have obviously been raving you know empire magazine as well giving it five stars out of five which is just it every every person that's seen this film has only got positive things to say about it the only negative i could probably say is it's a little bit too long but i'm willing to let that go because it's just kind of like 
it's just amazing storytelling. And the entire crew, cast, everyone, including, say, Denis Villeneuve, the director, deserve a massive pat on the back and a huge applause for me because I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised to say, as a person that is coming into June completely blind, this really has, like, opened my eyes in not a weird way, but in the uh, the right way. Um, but, yeah, 8.5 out of 10 for June. Looking forward to checking out plenty more films. This time of year is great because there's so many films. The weather's crap, so we can just stay indoors and watch as much as we want. But, yeah... Really, really looking forward to part two of Dune that has been announced already. But Timothy Chalamet, fantastic performance, as well as a ton of the other cast members. Let me know your thoughts anyways. This has been episode 32 of Joe Blogs About Films on Dune. Until next time.